the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. John Kerry, got Captain Kangaroo Janet Yellen, and the senior wet diaper, dimwit, feeble fascist Joe Biden. We got a little Kamala Harris. So it's like uh, the set of Cocoon, where the nurse is smoking cigarettes and could care less as Kamala Harris. But what we have is is the ultimate hypocrisy. The idea that we're going to celebrate Earth Day. Oh, it's Earth Day. As we are giving weapons to the Kolomoisky oligarch-run Ukraine to bomb gas and chemical places in Russia. We're all very concerned about Earth Day, though, and nobody wants to talk about it or the effect that this is having on our lives. Inflation, 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 inflation. It's not merely inflation. It's your dollar devaluation. And that leads to a calamity. And these imbeciles, Imbeciles are going to tell you not just how good they're doing, but how good this is for you. It is preposterous. It is despicable. And it should stop because the idea that these people are capable of doing anything. They are collectively 235 years old, for God's sakes. It's embarrassing and disgraceful. By the way, Joe Biden is talking. There's only one Secret Service agent behind him. Only one. Look, 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 all I got to do is look around. Cities and states are acting. Businesses are acting. I'm acting. We need Congress to act as well. And the people behind me are pushing Congress hard. And he looks. He turns and looks at the Secret Service agent in the camel hair coat as if he's somebody. This is, I mean, it's just, it's, it, it's preposterous at this point. Pushing Congress hard. What are you pushing them to do? Hey, stupid. What are you pushing, into, what are you pushing them to do? Because unilaterally, you've given $1.6 million in weapons. Now you have the audacity to lecture us on the climate you and this imbecile john Kerry, and it makes sense when you look at it through the prism of they've been bribed by foreign adversaries to weaken our country this isn't a policy of making things better it's a policy of destroying things in america destroying our economy destroying our opportunity that's what that they're getting their money worth ukraine in funneling, redistributing money to the oligarchs, and China in destroying our ability to be independent on any level. You know, it matters. You know, in my view, this crisis, as I said, is a a genuine opportunity. For who? Stupid. For who? An opportunity. You're crippling this nation. You're destroying our opportunity. And did anybody talk about the fact he has a big plan, and that plan is military vehicles will all 
be electric? And we're going to completely, by before, we're going to start the process where every vehicle in the United States military, every vehicle is going to be climate friendly. Every- what the hell does that mean? The military is about blowing stuff up, dummy. Oh, you're, you're, it's going gonna, it's gonna to matter a lot to these third world hellholes we're bombing that the vehicle that bombed them was compliant with zero carbon emissions as they were whacked in the head with a chemical weapon. No, I mean it. We're spending billions of dollars to do it. And, uh, and it's going to matter. We're spending billions of dollars to do it. It does maybe explain why our military budget, which was larger than the next 11 countries combined, must continue to grow, aside from the fact they all hold stock and are bribed from the military-industrial complex to keep the wars going. But the audacity of these imbeciles, these Democrat scoundrels, to lecture us on the climate as they weaponize and destroy all kinds of areas around this world, the whole time using their unappropriated power to hamstring our ability to work, because now you're feeling what it's like when they don't like oil. John Kerry doesn't like it. Can you share your thoughts on liquefied natural gas? Despite the downsides of methane leaks and emissions, do you still see it as an overall good to reduce the use of coal and dirtier fuels? Do I see it as a good? No, I see it. Do you understand how natural gas has complied, even by their phony scales, complied to to leaps and bounds, even more so than they targeted? Natural gas is the answer, just as so many other alternatives, from hydro, to diesel, to all other things, if we even wanted to go by their phony, paid-force, bribed science. He doesn't like that either. What does he like? Oh, I think he likes windmills. As a challenge, but one that can be managed in the context of, um, of diminishing the emissions from coal and oil, uh, which is the essential. I mean, you know, his stepson was directly bribed from China, who is building numerous coal plants as they are strengthening their output of coal and gas and natural gas, they are becoming stronger and we are becoming weaker. Why is it that nobody wants to talk about this? Is it because the Duchess of Chaffington and the best liar this country's ever produced, Barack Obama, had the the unmitigated gall to lecture us on misinformation as their entire scheme is misinformation? The idea that these people aren't arrested is what's truly sickening. Every time you build, if you build, if you have a gas plant or you transition an old coal... You mean a refinery, you stupid son of a dog? ...old plant into a gas plant, uh, you have a 50% reduction in emissions automatically. I'll take that 50% reduction for the next eight years because our goal between now and 2030 is to reduce emissions by a minimum of 45% to do what the science has told us we have to do. It's time we destroy the science. It's time we recognize what the science is. The science is bribed, paid for weapons against our freedom, against our companies, against our economy. The whole time strengthening China. And the reality is Janet Yellen is making excuses and enjoys China superiority. You also spoke a little bit tougher, Secretary Yellen, on China recently, calling on them to use their influence to end this war yes. in Ukraine and, and threaten that they risk a changing attitude from the, from the global superpowers and the global economy. China has not condemned 
Russia. They appear to be buying Russian coal, Russian energy. Why are we not putting sanctions on China? Um, look, we want to be... Come on, Captain Kangaroo. Come up with a good lie, you freak of nature. Careful of is that China doesn't do anything to undermine the impact of our sanctions and they're continuing to buy coal and oil um, isn't a, a violation, isn't a way of attempting to evade our sanctions. We would like Does to- anybody have the CO2 put out of the war that we are now financing and we are fighting, by the way? of the oligarchs in Ukraine and Russia? Does anybody have a reading? Where's all the sexually frustrated dweebs that we pay for to give us data these idiots want? They got any outcome on that? And now you're going to talk to me about electric vehicles, about windmills? Somebody arrest these idiots. To see China actively work uh, to resolve this this crisis and uh, use their relationship with Russia. Why aren't you doing that? Help bring this to an end. Why aren't you doing um, that, Mrs. We hope that they will um, be more active. Um, but I have not seen China um, really undermine the impact of our sanctions. Maybe we could ask our own very own kung fu expert, old man David Carradine. I was with Xi Jinping. I've traveled with 17,000 miles and spent more time with many other world leader over. Total of, I think, and we're up to 90 some hours of talking or meeting together over the last six, seven years. And we're in the foothills of the Tibet. By the way, that's today. You think that's the old clip from last week? He just keeps repeating the same bull dung. After all, that's what got him to the dance. The same nonsense spewed to the same idiots who can't put two and two together from the fiscal corruption of these Democrat mafia members who are all in on every scam from wind and solar and all the BS. They don't remember Solyndra and they don't care. All they want is free tuition, more food, free rent. That's what a Democrat base is. To the idea what he's doing is weakening this country and strengthening the enemies. And I don't just mean the oligarchs that paid off his crack-smoking dope addict's son. But we need to do something else. We need to get off this roller coaster relying on oil. Now we need to get away from you Democrat mafia rats. That's what we really need to do. Which is why I am completely supportive of the Convention of the States and the 26 states that want to separate themselves from your bald-faced corruption. I should say Botox-faced corruption. By the way, I made it clear to my friends up in uh, Nantucket in that area. See, they complained about the windmills. They said, we don't want to look at them. After all, we're rich Democrats from Nantucket. We pay you to give us an outcome we like. We don't want to look at those windmills offshore in our seaside estates that are in no danger, even though you continue to insist they are. I don't want to hear any more about you don't like looking at them. <laughs> oh, there's the creepy whisper. Normally only eight-year-olds hear from this pervert. Now you get to hear it. They're pretty. But seriously, it's incredible the breakthroughs that they're making. Once you tell a nation. You know, the breakthroughs that they're making are none. They don't even pay for themselves, which is why none of this could exist on its own. It can only exist through the political corruption that the Democrats have perfected at every single turn. Which is why when I hear one of my favorite and most peculiar looking Democrats, which is saying something in this carnival of freaks, talk about how wonderful green energy plans are going to be, you know it's a scam. So good morning, everyone. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Yeah, please um, get it out you. of here. Uh, 
George Alderman Cardenas, um, always a great champion and leader. Was Alderman Cardenas, was he the one that resigned because of his connections to Mike Madigan? Those were two other scumbags. I can't tell the difference. They're all fungible. Um, it's great to be with all of you today on Earth Day. So happy Ooh. Earth Day. Happy Earth now, Day. I'm old you. enough to remember uh, growing up in the 60s and 70s uh, where Earth Day was a big deal. Yeah, me too. That's when you had Earth shoes, but they were only for the boys. That's probably what flipped you. However, back then they predicted that it was going to be an ice age. Oh, but they did. They were wrong then. They've been wrong now. Now she's going to pretend we're warming. We are not warming. How's it look outside? Somebody, I, I could judge by Macbeth's chest over here that it's pretty cold there. And it was, I think, in one of the first times in a long time Nichols. back then that we were starting to really awaken as a country and understand our responsibilities for stewardship of the land under our feet. And we've come a long way in some ways, but as we all know, uh, particularly from the dire warnings that we are seeing every day and particularly coming recently from... And as long as there's developers to bribe you with $5,000 plant fundraisers, there's companies to pay you and Mike Madigan off, it'll go as business as usual, as usual won't it? Isn't that exactly what we're going to do? It's business as usual. And the corrupt, phony companies that cannot exist on their own but only exist on the redistribution scheme of the Marxist mafia calling themselves Democrats, or the oligarch, oligarch wars that blow up chemical plants, gas plants that nobody wants to talk about. Somebody figure out it's our missiles that cause the most destruction, and the Democrats are the ones launching them. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. It's always about the money. All their schemes, all their answers, solar, wind, electric, they're raking it in. None of them can stand on their own feet. They have to force you into it. They have many ways to force you. But the main thing they must do first is to break the American independence, to make it unaffordable, even though 16 short months ago it was affordable. Because now people are looking, hmm, is this solar thing really work? I mean, you could ask or look at the data and the experience of the people who have been conned and robbed from it. If it wasn't subsidized, it wouldn't exist, just like wind, just like the electric cars, just like all of it. It's all one giant scam. And who's in on it? The Democrat roaches. The United Nations, that there's much more that we must be done. I was joking with somebody the other day. We must be done. <clears throat> who, what the hell's in her throat? What do you think that is? That's not normal. Came to Chicago from a southern state and was complaining about our winter. I said, oh, honey, you don't know. <laughs> you <laughs> Isn't she from Michigan? Isn't this idiot from Michigan? She grew up here. I mean, I know there's some ugly son of a guns, but I think you would have stood out, honey. Mark in Plainfield. Happy Friday, Sean. I, I wanted to call out, and you played a couple clips this weekend, one just a few minutes ago from uh, left-wing liars about how we got to get off this oil roller coaster and some other nonsense. Well, you know, during the Trump, there was no roller coaster with the price of gas and basically bounced between two and a quarter and 275 there's a little blip to three dollars but because we embraced our own fossil fuels and we determined to become energy independent instead of relying on iran and venezuela and opec and the other clowns in the middle east we want, had no roller coaster i want you to look and, at the oil prices from 1929 to 1975 look at them again from 1983 to 2000 look at the oil prices look at the stability 
There was a blip in the 90s because of this is when all of this nonsense started with Al Gore and, his, and the intern molesting Sidewinder, the only man in America that everyone knew why he cheated on his wife and everyone understood it. This is what happens when Democrats are in office because this is the game. They have to break the most essential part, the strength, the base of your economy so they can remake it. That's why the clip that's most important is the one where he says he sees an opportunity. Because when the economy is good, when things are rolling, you'd laugh at these idiots. Now we're victims of them. Thank you very much. And by the way, what about the payoffs? What about the payoffs to Ukraine, the oligarch Kolomoisky who bribed your crack-smoking son? What about the payoffs? He also bribed John Kerry's stepson. They, boy, really got a thing going between China and the oligarchs. In addition to bolstering Ukraine's resistance on the battlefield, I think he means Ukraine. we're also demonstrating our support for the people of Ukraine. Today, the United States is announcing that we intend to provide an additional $500 million in direct economic assistance to the Ukrainian government. Did their stock market crash? Is their inflation making people go hungry? Are their shelves empty? And if they are, is it because of the war where you're fighting with our weapons and not to mention our soldiers that you don't want anyone to talk about, not even in that creepy whisper, you sexual deviant? Teresa, Gold Coast. Hey, Sean. You know, you have to love John Kerry preaching climate change. He's so concerned about climate change, but he flies all over the world in his mega rich white I, I, I like the scandal that, private jet. I like the scandal that no one talks about it anymore. Before he married old man Heinz's wife, who used to be the yeah. mistress, before he married her, he uh, had his boat parked in a different state to avoid taxes. John right, Kerry is a exactly. tax sheet scum fraud like all the rest of these rat Democrats that talk about how virtuous it is to steal other people's money. They make me exactly. sick. And that's why everywhere they live is a ghetto. Thank you very much. Even in the Heinz Mansion. Tom, Blue Island. Hi, Tom. Hey, Sean. Boy, did you hit the nail on the head with this. These Does John Kerry, does... Uh, this idiot Biden, do they, you can't turn on a light bulb without these idiots telling you how you're ruining the planet. But all you hear now is Biden talking about how he's going to send weapons over to, to, over to the Ukraine to save Russia. And here's Man, another thing. I swear to God, did you hit this one right on the head, well, buddy? And here's the other thing. We're advising them. We now found out that it was our Navy that advised them to sink the, the, the Russian ship. But what about the gas depot that was blown up a week ago and the chemical plant that was blown up two days ago. Now, we know it was going to be our weapons. Was it our guys that told them to target it? And these are the very same guys that are going to force through, through implementation of regulation and economic destruction that we turn over because our CO2 is bad. They're scum of the earth. Thank you very much. Jeff Elburn. Hey, buddy. Hey, listen, I got my, I've got a family that uh, runs a gasoline place in... Uh, a jobber in uh, California. And they're getting screwed big time. But, um, and in fact, all the guys that they know in, in, around their area have closed up shop and gone away because of what California's taxes and everything else they have to do. But here's, here's the thing people need to understand. I have a graph at home that shows how much, how much we use in petroleum products. And oh. gasoline, diesel, and all that stuff we run our cars in, it's like a tenth of that graft. It's like maybe. Of course it is, Jeff, because what you're, what, you're, what you're proving and what everybody knows. Thank you very much for the call. We had a bad connection. 
is that oil isn't just gas. That's what the housewives who vote for Democrats think. Oil is the essential common denominator of everything, everything above your head and below your feet, everything you wear, everything that keeps you warm, everything that surrounds you. This is why they've got you just where they want you. And this is how you take a once free people and turn them into willful slaves. 312-642-5600. AM 560. The answer. Nice pitch, McBath. It's his last day with me. He wants to go out strong. Our government is not to have the power of the oligarch corrupt Soviet nations, nor the power of the royals nor the power of the socialists. Our government isn't to have this power at all. Our government is supposed to be restrained. The idea that they can turn our economy on its ear. Why? Because the most corrupt people in the country, 535 political whores who are bribed from every company receiving public money, says so? I don't think so. Not to mention, shouldn't there be some sort of standards in this country? We saw new standards. We set new standards. We slashed methane and brought over 100 nations together when I was at the, at, 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 at the big meeting we had in Europe. You mean the G20 mumbles, stumbles, stupid? Is that what you're trying to talk about? Well, those other countries, those are socialist totalitarian hellholes or third world oligarch run countries like that bribed your crack smoking son. That's not America, dimwit. This country stood on anything. Your ass would be in jail where you belong with your rice pudding. Tommy Valparaiso. Yeah, hey, uh, Sean, just uh, two things. One thing to add to your last caller, soybean oil hit record highs. I'm a trader from the Board of Trade. I don't think people realize how deep this food versus fuel and the side effects of pushing this Green New Deal is going to hurt things. How about corn, brother? How about corn? Uh, Corn, $8. Yeah, I trade corn, too. Hey, uh, real quick, Sean. Yeah. Hey, 33 more days like this, and the Dow Jones would be zero. What do you think of that, brother? I think it'd be good, because the Dow Jones is a corporatist fraud anyway. I've really felt that way for years, Tommy. It's no more the capitalism that we, you and I learned or that we grew to appreciate. This is a corporatism now. This is hand-in-glove corruption. The 30 companies that make up the Dow have been manipulated, handpicked, underwritten, and they're supported by trillions of dollars given to one company. Blackstone, BlackRock, whatever the hell it is, Goldman Sachs. It's not the kind of capitalism that you and I appreciated as kids. This is a a Keynesian soiree of fraud as far as I'm concerned. I think we need to scratch it, start all over. And I felt that way since 2008. I really did. When George Bush did that, that's it. Deals off with me. I, I pretty much stayed out of it. That's why I'm enjoying the margin call that's going to happen this weekend. And you know what else, Tommy? What about the, 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 the resin and the plastic, how it's skyrocket. skyrocketed? Skyrocketed yeah, yeah, Nobody's yeah, talking about that. Yeah. All these oh, idiots. No, what they did to this country, yeah, everything going nuts. no foreign adversary could have done to this country what the American Democrats have done. Thank you, Tommy. Stay strong. All right. I don't know if I talked about tobacco. Joe in Plainfield. Hey, Sean. Uh, I'm a real fan uh, I used to listen to you. I look forward to your calls to Dan and Amy all the sure. time. And anyway, my issue with you is tobacco. When you smoke it, it stinks. Worse, though, it makes life hell for everyone downwind because we got to be cool. You know why I smoke it, Joe? Because I, I, I want people to get the hell away from me. And you know something? Yeah. My circle of liberty is as big as everyone else's. And I don't live for any one man or woman. I live for me. And if you don't like it, 
Get the hell away from me. Hey, there should be businesses hey, that accept it and businesses that don't. Can I tell you something? Can sure. I finish this, though? Sure. If it is held and anyone smoking it must be possessed by Satan himself, but everyone has the power to expel all demons in the name of Jesus Christ. I am. Be gone, Satan. I command it in the name of Jesus okay, Christ. Okay, hold on, Joe. I got to relight. These things go out if I don't puff on I them. award Thank you, you no much. points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Hold on. I don't know. I can't wait to meet that Satan. I'll dig his eyes out of his frickin' head. Lorna Elgin. Is this a Sean? Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, call in because I really received a really nasty flyer from Urban in the mail today. A nasty today. flyer? Yes, and it's real. And I, I, All right, my well, husband just... and I were so angry, angry about it. Really? He's still angry about it. It's telling uh, everybody that... Uh, Jesse Sullivan and Darren Bailey are the huge fans of the National Democrats. Yeah, I got that. Absolutely lying about them. Do you know what, Lorna? I received a text from a number, 618, hold on, 496-6167, and it doesn't, I tried to call it to yell at these scum, and it was the same thing. It's a photograph of, of Darren Bailey on a skinny body, so you know it's Photoshopped, and he's given a thumbs up standing next to Biden. And then it's got, I don't know Jesse Sullivan, I don't really like him. It reminds me of Mitt Romney, not a fan. But he's next to Obama, and it says, I love Obama. And then it says, it's a text message, just sent out. Because, you know, here's the thing, Lorna, when you get $20 million from a moron billionaire who wants to go to war with another fat moron billionaire, you could do a lot of things with that money. So they're emailing a bunch of people, they're texting a bunch of people, but you know what they're not doing, Lorna? You're going to like this. Now, listen, i got to hang up on you, but listen to this because it's very important because I'm going to have to read stuff with this scumbag going to a shindig tonight. And I want you to kind of hear who we're talking about. I haven't heard this in the flyer, huh? Dick Irving? WTTW News has found that Aurora Mayor and Republican gubernatorial candidate Richard Irvin's ex-wife was hired by a company that's part of a project getting up to $15 million in Aurora City incentives. The Whoa! Is that... Did Griffin know about this? Hey, Griffin, is this how you want, want to pay off? Is this how you made your money through this kind of political corruption? Or I hope you were swindled. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt for about another 48 hours, dummy. Project involves several politically connected companies and individuals. It's just the latest in a series of WTTW news stories showing companies getting city incentives and contracts and donating big to funds tied to Irvin and his former law partner. Irvin is backed by the state's wealthiest resident, Ken Griffin. WTTW news reporter Nick Blumberg and I have been covering this story, and Nick joins us now. And Nick, before I throw it over to you, let's set this up for viewers a little bit. Yeah, so Crystal Rollins is Irvin's ex-wife. She was hired recently as director of business development and strategy for JTE Real Estate Services. That company is one of several working on the $128 million redevelopment of the former Copley Hospital in Aurora. Now, the plans call for a mixed-use site, including housing for seniors and people with disabilities. Wait, it's a lot of money, huh? Dick Irving, spread it around. Get your old lady on the ticket, huh? Smart, you scum. Aurora's city council and Mayor Irvin approved giving this property to this group of developers, as well as $15 million in total. I wonder who gave the developers money. I wonder if they're the same money bundlers that handle like things like the state pension I wonder if it's all the same cabal of Democrats scum. Incentives from the city and as much as 80% of new tax revenue generated by a new TIF district. Ooh, a TIF district. 
I thought that was just for Democrats who dress like Irving. And this all follows WTTW's two previous investigations into a pattern of contracts and incentives awarded to companies and individuals huh. that gave big money to Irvin's mayoral campaign, a political action committee run by his former campaign chair. This is before he got that Ken Griffin windfall. This is before. See, this is the kind of scum you're dealing with. And he voted for Joe Biden in the 2020 election. Doesn't have the testicle fortitude to admit to it, huh, scumbag? Have a good time at the barbecue tonight. Chairman Dennis Cook and the campaign of his former private practice law partner, Brittany Pedersen, who is running for judge in Kane County. Now, Rollins and Irvin were married when the city council approved this deal in 2019. Court records in DuPage County show their divorce was finalized in December of last year. I wonder if they had a spat of how they were going to cut up the bribe. I wonder if that's what the whole thing was about. Ah, uh, you know, that crime and bribery and payoffs. It can really ruin a marriage. Jennifer. Sean, I'm listening to you, and you are speaking to me. You used, I used to think you were too spazzy. Yeah. Now I'm like, I, I am Sean from Elwood Park. I love it. So Jennifer. I'm watching, I'm looking at these packs, and I don't like what I see. And I want everyone to go. I think the website is IllinoisSunshine.org. And you can see, I heard you talking about, I'm sick of losing. Yeah, I'm sick of losing too. And I'm sick of hearing the problem regurgitated. Let's know who these dirty rats are. They hide behind packs, and I'm sick of it. Now you come on by me, or you go to one of those other 26 states that, that feel the same way you and I do. The rest of this country is not as filthy, not as corrupt, not as bald-faced in their deceit as Illinois, as New York, as California. It's where these roach Democrats are. This is commonplace. By the way, this is supposed to be a Republican. Yeah. No, it's not. It's the Republicans in these states. The Republicans like this. That's why that pencil-neck geek, narrow-shouldered son-of-a-dog lawyer threatens good politicians with somebody else's money. The GOP in Illinois needs an enema, and I'm the guy to give it to them. Thank you very much, Jennifer. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. You think they'd like it, though? I know a lot of them aren't forest preserves. AM560, the answer. (laughs) All right, please uh, join some people this Friday. It's tonight, 6 to 9. For the Common Sense Gathering, I think this is where Dick Irvin, you could ask him about his ex-wife and the payoff and the Fighting 41st, by far the most Republican ward you're going to get in the sewer of Chicago. Tickets are only $100. Here's the best part about it. Full open bar and premium barbecue made from a great kid, a wonderful chef from a wonderful family, Chef Ponzio. For tickets and info, visit www.mattpodgorski. And if you do go, you can ask... Dick, Irvin, what the hell's going on with that $128 million payoff that it looks like, huh? How's the ex-wife doing? You get to visit the money, or how does that work? I'd be curious in that. Uh, let's go to another scoundrel scumbag who has the same platform in politics. I know what it used to be like, and even we can feel this here. We're probably going to be more fortunate than places on the coast as we see the warming um, of the planet. Um, because of where we're situated. See, you could tell she doesn't believe this bull dung. But what's saying, you, you think Obama 
and pick one, I don't care which fellow you pick, is going to be worried about it if they have their coastal mansion in the East Coast or the coastal mansion in Hawaii. You think they're nervous? How about uh, Dimwit in diapers, some call president, with his DuPont mansion on the coast? What about that? But it doesn't escape us. We've got to do more uh, to address the rising lake levels. We've got to do more um, to address the fact that we continue to generate waste. Waste comes out of your kisser. Maybe that's that phlegm you got stuck in your throat there, huh, fella? Here's another problem we have. The numbers just came in. It turns out we're about 300 people a day in this country are dying due to overdose of opioids. Yeah, that includes fentanyl. It makes up 60% of that. Is that a problem or is global warming? Because you don't think it is because you're behind all the bombing in Russia, all the bombing in Ukraine. You were behind it when Ukraine government, the most corrupt oligarch-run government, was killing its own people. You know, they spoke Russian. You didn't care about it then. I love the hypocrisy. But how, well, who else but a Democrat? And I mean that. Who else but a Democrat could even come close to believing this? As I said earlier, through the bipartisan infrastructure bill, which I might add, I wrote the original one with my own paw. I wrote it, sat down and wrote it. Because- Is there a human being alive that believes Joe Biden sat down and wrote the infrastructure bill? It's 2,400 pages. 2,400 pages. I'm so sick of pretending these people have the principles and understanding of what a free country is. They have no idea. They're looking to justify and validate their fascism because that's what they are, a fascist Fourth Reich. They love the corruption. They love the fascism. And the ones who are not in on the scam, they just want something for nothing. So we got 26 states now that want to implement Convention of the States. What that means is we're prepared to separate. You take this idiot, his tax laws, his corruption, and everybody like him. Pick those other states, and you have a good time. It's time we go our own way. I'm tired of getting along with stupid and corrupt. We'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. The same government that is involved in nine hotspots that has convinced you The answer to our problems is to give weapons to an oligarch-run Ukraine so they could bomb gas depots and chemical plants in Russia is telling you that the climate is an issue. The scandals are outrageous. It isn't climate change. It's climate gate. They've been caught for decades frauding data. They use their Democrat corrupt judges to somehow label CO2 as a pollutant. Even by their own corrupt data, it is an infinitesimal part of an infinitesimal problem. They have been wrong for 70 years. It doesn't seem to stop them. I wanted to bring on Anthony Watts. He's a senior fellow for environment and climate at the Heartland Institute. Anthony, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, Thank you very much. I'm doing great. I hate being lied to, number one. Number two, I hate being complacent in a money fraud. To me, this entire thing seems to be nothing but both of those things. 
And uh, this is something that history knew. There was a movie that's 50 years old that pointed to what we're going to live through today. Is that not true? Yeah. The movie Soylent Green came out in 1973, and it was produced in 1972, 50 years ago. And it portrayed the year 2022 as being uh, a global warming dystopia, where the uh, winter this is set in New York City, and they said that uh, there were 40 million people in New York City by 2022, and overcrowding would be rampant and homeless on the streets and so forth and so on. Well, the bottom line is that there's 8 million people in New York right now. But the other thing they talked about is the fact there was this constant heat, and only the elite could afford air-conditioned homes, and they were not uh, able to uh, experience winter anymore, and all kinds of crazy predictions. They, they predicted that you know food shortages would be rampant. You would not be able to get uh, you know basic things anymore. Uh, and the, uh, for example, a, a jar of strawberries was $150. Uh, that was the kind of things they portrayed. And they, they portrayed that the world was collapsing because of the climate catastrophe that was brought on by mankind. And, of course, none of this has ever happened. And it, it goes in line with many, many predictions that were made uh, in the 70s and 80s about an impending disaster for humanity. And none of these have ever come true. Not a one. Well, they are. they still push the same ideas today. They are closer to their predictions, but they had the cause wrong. The cause is an 80-year-old dementia political whore that has usurped the most powerful office in the land. It has really nothing to do with the climate. But why is it that you think only in this arena, government that is, can actual fact of them being completely wrong not matter, not slow them down, and uh, we the citizens are basically helpless to this kind of failure and corruption? Yeah, and it's, uh, it's, climate change has become a big business. It's being adopted by corporate entities like Amazon, who has their climate-friendly pledge for, for products now. We have Google today on their main website. When you go to Google.com, they're starting to show you things about, like, how Mount Kilimanjaro has lost snow and so forth and how we're being irresponsible and all this sort of thing. So it's, it, it's become its own empire, its own... Uh, it exists for itself, not to solve anything, but to continue this empire building that they've been doing. There's huge amounts of money going into climate for research, uh, policy making, all kinds of stuff. And yet they still persist in the idea of blaming climate skeptics such as myself that somehow we're in the pay of big oil to have a differing opinion. Anthony, uh, I have, at the time I was born, Chicago was a great city, Illinois was a mediocre state, but it wasn't nearly what it is today. We had the benefit of having a TV personality who was, people only thought he was a meteorologist, but he actually was a scientist. And he was the one who also created the Weather Channel. His name was John Coleman. He was a great adversary. Good friend of mine. Is he really? Well, I, I've been lost since he died. I'm going to tell you the truth. Because there hasn't been the pushback. He had a way of putting these frauds and these liars in their place, whether he be on CNN, whether he be on uh, uh, local news. He had a way of articulating 
the simple fact that they have been wrong and that their science is skewed because it is corrupt. We have the numerous scandals from East Anglia University to their frauded hockey stick. We have the reality of history, all their predictions completely wrong. Is there a, uh, a concerted effort, an organized pushback by men like yourself, like John Coleman, by those thousands of scientists John Coleman told us about that were rejecting this scandal? Yes, and we can see so. Yes, there has been some warming over the last hundred years. It's been about one degree. It's not catastrophic. It's not world-ending. It, it is not anything out of the ordinary statistically, but it's being elevated into a nightmare scenario by some of the scientists uh, and by some of the politicians who believe that it is uh, a real catastrophe in the making. The bottom line is there is no catastrophe. And a lot of the warming that we've seen over the past hundred years has nothing to do with carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. It has everything to do with the fact that the infrastructure of the world has changed and we have far more uh, you know, concrete, asphalt, buildings, and so forth, and so on around us. And anybody who stood next to a building in the summertime, right in the evening, can feel the heat coming off the building wall at night. Well, what happens is, as we build more and more buildings, more asphalt, and so forth, and so on, the night up because the heat is, is being released at night. And that brings the average temperature up for the whole world. This is happening all over the world. A good example, right there in Chicago, Chicago O'Hare Airport. Now, you've gone through there, and you know that your luggage tag says ORD on it. Uh -huh. And everyone thinks, well, that stands for O'Hare. It doesn't. It stands for what it was 75 to 100 years ago, Orchard Field, O-R-D, Orchard Field. And back then, yes, that's what it was, like Lindbergh in 1927, when he took off on a grass field to fly across the Atlantic. Grass fields are what started aviation. Chicago started out like that. And yeah, so and, 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 then, and then Democrats came here. Then Democrats, the organized crime, the mafia Democrats, most of whom are made up like yard gnome, little Irish guys, they destroyed everything they touched. And we just spent $8.5 billion for a rehab at O'Hare. There's not a straight board in the place, and it smells like a urinal. But aside from that, we have the actual fact that CO2 is the building block of photosynthesis. It is not it bad. Is. It is good. They are destroying the way in which forests thrive. Will there not be a detriment to this frauded science and the, and the fact that they're trying to mimic a cure by chopping down forests in order to promote biomass, which is itself a fraud? That's true. And what most people don't know is that when you look at data from NASA satellites, the the world has gotten greener over the past 30 years. We've increased the green area of the world by a surface area equal to the surface area of the United States. That's an improvement. Less desert, less barren land, greener, and yet somehow this is a crisis. Well, isn't it a crisis because, in fact, Anthony, we're talking about trillions of dollars. I mean, we're talking about trillions upon trillions of dollars. You've got uh, uh, money laundering schemes, scandals, it seems to, to be repelled by it. It's like the Teflon Don, John Gotti. It doesn't matter how many times we catch them in insider trading, in fraud science, in the fact that their science, their answer, 
the lithium and all of the things that they need for their their phony um, electric vehicles and the rest of it do more damage to the earth than anything else. Has there ever been a study done on to if oil taking it out is actually bad? <laughs> well, you know, I would say try to live your life without petroleum products. Some of these people that are out there protesting, you know, stop using oil, have no clue. You know, their, their clothes are made of nylon or rayon. Well, these are derived from petroleum products and, and natural gas and things like that. The, the plastic cases in their, in their iPhones come from petroleum products. They're, most of the vehicles we drive today have uh, plastics and so forth in it. But Teslas are full of plastic, and this comes from petroleum products. We can't stop using oil because it will destroy our society. And yet there's these people out there that think that that is the solution. And they're getting millions upon millions of dollars for promoting that solution. But the solution itself is flawed. And you're right. You know, electric vehicles, if you ever look at a strip mine for lithium, are damaging the earth far more than a simple like natural gas well, for example. I remember reading decades ago that um, what we don't know about the ocean is unbelievable. What we do know, we could fit into a thimble. However, we also know that there are billions upon billions in gallons of oil that are let out through the sea floors naturally. It's Earth's own system. Has there ever been a study to narrow in on exactly what that does and if it has any impact if we don't pull oil out of the dry ground? Yeah, there actually one of the studies that's been done shows that the Earth itself is contributing far more carbon dioxide into the atmosphere than humans are. Humans only represent about 4% of the total carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. We have volcanoes, we have outgassing from the oceans, we have all kinds of other things going on that are putting CO2 in the air. And as the Earth warms naturally through its normal cycles, long-term cycles, you know, that span hundreds of years, the oceans get warmer, and they release CO2 just like on a warm day when you've got a soda pop, and the thing fizzes far more because it's warm than if it's cold. It's the same effect. And so the, the amount of contribution that mankind is making to the climate uh, via carbon dioxide is minuscule compared to the rest of the Earth. I have a, um, a position that I... Uh, I, I, I... I'm amazed there are no adults that are pushing back against this. We just sit idly by. They've got Earth Day. The eco-Nazis are out. They're pretending to do good. They're actually making it very difficult for people who are not rich. The classes are separating, and this is induced mainly by one-party rule. I would like to know if there's a place people could go to support you and to support an organization that wants to take the spear and move forward with the actual fact of what we're combating, the lies that we're combating. Well, that is an organization in Chicago uh, that I work with called the Heartland Institute. And the Heartland Institute is, in fact, pushing back on this stuff every day. And, in fact, today we released a new book on Amazon called Climate at a Glance. Climate at a Glance. And if you go to Amazon and type in Climate at a Glance, you'll see our book that we just released today, which is now number one in climatology and also number one in environmental science in new releases. This book lays it all out. It's inexpensive. It's 10 bucks, And inside of it is our links to digital downloads where you can download a PowerPoint 
and you can show your friends or do a presentation, and it's got a digital version of the book that you can share with friends. All the facts are in there, and we recommend that you go to that. You can go to heartland.org and see more about it, or you can visit it on Amazon and type in climate at a glance. Now, before I let you go, you've been a meteorologist since 1978. You've studied this for decades and decades and decades. You understand the science. You understand the logic. Um, do you find any data in the evidence of what would happen if, say, we took weapons and blew up gas depots and chemical plants on the same week we announced programs to lock down the American people? Has there ever been a study done? How bad for the environment is it when we give an oligarch a missile that he uses on a fuel depot? Any studies on that? No, I'm not aware of any, but there has been a scenario called Nuclear Winter, which was talked about way back about uh, 40 years ago. It's since been discredited. They believe that nuclear weapons could destroy the climate of the Earth, and oh. that's been discredited. So the Earth is far bigger than humans. You yes. know, we, humans only occupy a small space on the Earth's total uh, biosphere. We are having small effects, but mostly they're local. Like I pointed out with Chicago O'Hare Airport, it's warmer there now because we've built more stuff. But yeah. the Earth itself doesn't really respond to human activity as much as, as people would like you to believe. I hope that the Clintons didn't use that study when they sold uranium to Russia, because, you know, that would come back and really be a scandal as opposed to what they normally face. His name is Anthony Watts. It's the Heartland Institute. I ask everybody to go there and support this institute because we need scientists like this to push back against the eco-Nazis that have infiltrated a once- American Party called Democrats that is now a Marxist mafia. Thank you so much, Anthony, for joining me. My pleasure. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM560, the answer. Catch Carl Jackson tonight at 7, right before Jay Sekulow at 9 on AM560, the answer. So tired of rolling over for these crooked bastards. Stealing on both ends of the deal. And they've got a climate exchange. The idea, the audacity that these corrupt morons can solve anything. Not to mention this dimwit is casting dust all over everywhere he walks, for God's sakes. Still alive. James St. Charles. Hi, James. James is quiet. He's shy. It's all right. We'll put him on hold. Lloyd, Gary, Indiana. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Hey, I got a couple uh, points I'd just like to say. When I was in school, they taught us there was two ice ages. Something made a freeze, something made a thaw. There wasn't nobody burning fossil fuels then. No Buicks then also, when Greenland was actually green. No Buicks. Go ahead. Then also the North and the South Poles have changed throughout the history of Earth. Maybe these are just evidence of Earth's natural cycle, and these guys are trying to take advantage of it. Now the new one that they're saying, believe it or not, that the lake levels aren't dropping, it's that the land is rising because there's no ice age pushing down on the earth. It's an optical illusion. You're going to remind me of Archimedes' principle. It's going to throw the whole argument up into the air. Believe me, I understand what you're saying, but never, never, never underestimate the power of corruption. They understand the scam. They know it's a bald-faced lie. This idiot who is pretending to be president has been alive since the 40s, he understands exactly what's happening. He's one of the only people that can remember just how hot it was back then, just how life was back then. But he understood how one to corrupt point. the system. Go ahead. 
One, one more point. George Carlin on YouTube, if you could check that out on climate change, that's yeah. hilarious and to the point, man. I agree. And I like the pe- fact that he reminds people it's, it's billions of years old. We are but an oh, yeah, infinitesimal yeah. nuisance. I love it. Thank you, Lloyd. James. How are you, James? Hi, Sean. Hi. Sean, thanks yeah, for here. having Anthony Watts on. The guy is great. I'm surprised you didn't mention or push his website, which is what's up dot what's up with that dot com. All right. Uh, I, it's the best site for anything on the global warming scam. It's what's up. What's up. Watts. Watts. It's his last name. What's up? What's up with that dot com. I think it's what's uh, up with it's that. great. We'll, we'll get it up. But here's the good news. I had you to remind me. So I want to thank you for reminding me. And I want to visit somebody who I love and miss dearly because he had a way of just putting these crooked bastards right in the box they need to be. Are you real concerned about uh, this global warming? I'm only concerned about the incredible frenzy and hype for something that's a total myth. That concerns me a lot because... Uh, that's the way we need to deal with it. Instead of letting them have the ground basis that it's real, it is a myth. It doesn't exist. It is a lie meant to be used as a weapon of taxation and control. Simple. Like every other scheme, these rat bastards are pulling on us. Pick a direction. You want health care? You want economy? You want business? Now they're all rulers, gods among men. And do you think one of these corrupt freaks knows a damn thing more than you do? Carlos Hoffman Estates. Listen, Shawnee, if these elites really believed about the polar caps melting... They wouldn't be buying oceanfront property in Puerto Rico where my dad's from. They're all buying it up. Carlos. They're all full of crap. Call your dad, and I want to know. Tell him to take a picture and send it to me of Louis Gutierrez. He, six years ago, it was $3.5 million that he bought right on the ocean in Puerto Rico. Six yep. years ago. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about crooked bastards, and now this guy's going to tell you the sea levels are rising? I'll give you 250000 yep. for the mansion. Thank you very much, Carlos. I'm so sick of pretending they're doing anything but lying for profit. That's called the Democrat Mafia. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. You know what I'm loving about the... Uh, good song. The Disney story. Who is that? Is that Flock of Seagulls? No. Duran Duran. Uh, Democrats are now on the side of tax avoidance. See, what DeSantis did was take away special tax breaks. I thought the Democrats hated that. But they will eat a banana and drop off a fruit salad for a social engineer totalitarian fascist company. Won't they? They'll look the other way no matter what it is, as long as they're promoting the agenda of indoctrination to the system of servitude, which is what the Democrats practice, servitude. Climate's a weapon. What else is a weapon? Health care is a weapon. It's all a weapon. All for your own good. Well, not in this country, scum. I'm a free man, and you are not taking me quietly. Doug and McHenry. Hello, son. Yes. Okay, uh, I, I tell you this very fast, so I know you don't have much time. I talked right. to you a couple of times about veterans affairs, and I really appreciate your support for, for the veterans. I want to get that said. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, thank and you. um, your wit—it's just the reason I listen to you is because I laugh out loud. I laugh out loud when I was on hold. Oh, thank you. But anyway, <laughs> the reason I'm calling is you 
wittingly referenced the uh, Forest Preserves a couple times, and I don't know if 95% of your audience knows what that's all about. Only when I'm looking, for my, re- only when I'm looking for my representative. Do I ever reference the forest? <laughs> do you know preserve? what I'm talking about, though? Of course I do. And the one thing you never want to do in a forest preserve that a friend of mine learned the hard way while waiting for a girl is you never want to back in that spot. You may get Pete Silvestri. Thank you very much, Doug. I know exactly what you mean. And that seems to be a problem because um, there's too much naivete about what exactly is happening in government. You see, they don't actually work. They do nothing. Their day consists of how to avoid work. Think of union workers in suits without an overlord. They don't do anything. Representatives, state representatives. So two state representatives are in trouble in Illinois. Ooh, go figure. Why, do you think they were working too hard? Or you think they put the money exactly where they need it? No, they're part of the Madigan Mafia. So they're not going to run. That's what it really is. These are people whose day exists on constructing regulations and rules to take away your money, your property. Think about all of the different ways they attack free men, not in on the scam. And if you are in on the scam, well, then the money flows, the politics joins you, you get TIF agreements and all kinds of benefits. WTTW News has found that Aurora Mayor and Republican gubernatorial candidate Richard Irvin's ex-wife was hired by a company that's part of a project getting up to $15 million in Aurora City incentives. That's corruption. That's a Republican. There is no good guy in the story. There are only a handful of good people. They're not party affiliated. This is a bipartisan problem. Bipartisan. The Republicans in Illinois love being in second place because no one looks at this. No one cares. And you're used to it. Every one of these payoff schemes is a resume builder in politics, specifically in these Democrat sewers. There will be no repercussions. In fact, this lowlife rat bastard has a good chance of, of winning the nominee nomination because he has Ken Griffin's money. And that top echelon of the GOP who know this story, instead of saying, get out of here, you're not qualified, you're not good enough. They want to use him as a weapon to get the money from Ken Griffin. So when you go to that cocktail party, just eat the barbecue. And then tell these rat bastards, you know, you you understand the scam and you're not partaking in it. Tom Mokina. Hey, Sean. You know, to further your point about uh, the oceans being so large and all this stuff being propaganda, ice ages, uh, you know, climate change. Yeah. I came across a great article like four months ago. Uh, they discovered an entirely new biome in the ocean. Organisms that totally create and thrive on the own oil they create. So yeah. it, it's just, you know, it's a big planet. Just like it's, that Watts guy was saying. It's you know, billions uh, and billions and, and billions right. of gallons of oil that are released in just the Gulf of Mexico, just the Gulf of Mexico, let alone all the rest of the oceans. Yet we're going to listen to these idiots who have set up these companies that are riddled with fraud, that are payoff schemes. They are money laundering schemes of political corruption. there There is no green energy. All of it's plastic anyway. Everything that they use is made of plastic. It's all oil. I love it. Every answer is oil. Every day. It's ridiculous. Thank you, Tom. I'm so sick of allowing these children, these corrupt children, whether they be Republicans or whether they be Democrats, to lecture me, to lecture you. Because now the new enemy is freedom of speech. You have an ex-president and an ex-first lady. Oh, boy. Calling her a lady. 
My word, it's like calling a salad a steak. Telling you that the problem is misinformation when this is all they spew. And they're working with their political donors to constantly, constantly redact fact and truth. We're the last generation that understands it. If you're born before 75, you're the last ones. After that, it's all a soiree of political scandals that instead of people going to jail, they get reelected. And now they've got the Silicon Valley. Everybody turns to the Internet. Everybody turns to the Internet for everything. How, how long before there's no way to research actual truth? Google have this new feature that's coming in with their Google. I had to go to Australia. I love the accent, and I've never had a shrimp, shrimp down under. But from what I understand from the downloads, we're big down under. Google Docs uh, program, they'll suggest automatically a whole lot of politically correct alternatives Instead of landlord, let's say, they're going to say property owner. Instead of man hours, they're going to suggest you use person hours. This will just drive people trying to type a document or a letter nuts, <laughs> won't it? It will. And uh, we really are hurtling into uh, a ghastly dystopian world uh, where some computer algorithm decides uh, what is correct and what isn't uh, correct and we know it doesn't work terribly well even what do you think google will do when you try to type in the origin of covid you think it'll tell you about the scandals that have been proven beyond the shadow of a doubt in emails from pickle face fauci to the wuhan lab itself or you think that they'll tell you that pfizer i mean how long are you going to be able to research the fact that pfizer opened a research and development lab in wuhan in the year 2009 what will happen one day when you Google the scandal between the NIH and Fauci and the origins of COVID, what'll happen? Can you give me a sense of what level of investigations, how many investigations or you know, legal actions are going on trying to get to the root of what caused the virus? Because you would think something of this magnitude would have um, a level of inquiry surrounding it that was at least as notable and I'd say covered by the press to something like inquiries into Trump's finances and the like. But I feel like I know very little about how much is going into getting at the bottom of the origin. How about muscle or what's the thing with the heart disease, Macbeth, when your heart swells? Another side effect why we got like a 300 soccer players that dropped that myocarditis. How about the Jimmy League or the, the uh, Dr. Awardi known as Bell's palsy or the ringing in the ears as if Lightfoot was chanting and singing in your ear all day long. Just the side effects from the pretend vaccine. You think that'll be on Google? Because that's the kind of stuff that gets kicked off YouTube, owned by Google. Story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that goes to sort of the more recent letter from um, from congressional Republicans surrounding um, whether or not Christian Anderson was being a virologist um, in California was being perfectly honest when he said that he wasn't involved in any efforts to suppress um, any theory about the COVID origin story. Assess they want you to believe their stories on every level. Everything's a fairy tale. So let me get this straight. You want me to believe it was a wet market and all this stuff, and we have evidence, proof, that you were paying for the experiment of COVID. And you want us to just look away? Why? Do you think maybe we'd figure out exactly what, who's been the big winner in COVID? Is it the citizen? Is it the small businessman? Is it the economy? Is it freedom? Or is it corruption? Is it the government? That seems to be the big winner. And in some cases, it's actually governments that are enemies of ours. Of course, they all have a common denominator. They all bribed Joe Biden, the most corrupted, most incompetent, most easily impeachable 
scumbag to ever hold the office. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. All right, I got good news for you. No guests next hour, so it's just me and you. So if you are on the line, you're not going to have to wait too long. If you want to be, it's 312-642-5600. I'm always very flattered. We have people from different states, different countries listening. I like when they call because I know it's uh, it's not a common thing to call a radio show. But the good news is if you do, you can sometimes end up with a radio show. It's all very exciting. Before I take Ben's call, and I will get to you first, Ben, I feel that I should play this because I already know what you're going to say. Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I couldn't agree more. Finally, one thing this dimwit said I completely agree with. Ben, Wisconsin. Hey, how's it going? I love your show. I, oh, I don't you. miss it. Thank I, you. I man. love it. I love you right back. Hey, thank you. Yeah. I just want I just wanted to tell you what's going on, like I call that you're a call screener, okay? What's happening over here in the state of Wisconsin, there's an attorney from uh Indiana and he's challenging the state of Wisconsin on a full audit. He's paying really? for this stuff and he and he says if you have nothing to fear then the governor what have you got to worry about over here in the state of Wisconsin? Let's just go through with it. Wherever the chips uh, fall, that's too bad. Now, what but did your governor, governor, who bears a striking resemblance to Orvin, Orville Redenbacher, if he had a meth problem, what did your governor, Beavers, Evers, whatever, <laughs> what did he say? Beavers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Well, he's de- they're denying it because of fraud, but this, they're pushing this with this cable men. I'll tell you, the paper's full of this stuff. And, and there's a couple other states. And you know what I was told, though, too? If they get these other states over there, then Biden couldn't win the election. No kidding. That's he why, have, he Ben, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see 2,000 mules. I can't wait to see it. I've been invited to a screening. I'm going to go. I can't wait to talk about okay. it with you on the 5th. Thank you very much, Ben. I so appreciate you. Have a a good weekend, Sean. You too, my friend. Thank you very much. We got time for another call, Macbeth? Eduardo Midway. Eduardo. You know, all these weapons were, yeah, all these weapons were sending over there to Ukraine on Earth Day were contributing to the uh, gases of the atmosphere. Isn't that kind of hypocritical for them? That's my whole first segment, Eduardo. What, were you working? I did a whole hour on that. I couldn't agree with you more. However, I would also like to know, I'd like to know about all of the weapons that were used on the Ukrainian people. I'd like to know if we were actually giving them them weapons, you know, since they've been fighting a civil war since 2014. I'd find that interesting. Also, not good for the earth. 312-642. Do I have time for another one? Macbeth? No? All right, listen, if you're on the line, James, John, Al, Phyllis, stay there. I'm going to get to you. But it'll be after the breaks. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I think we 
always have to remember what we are fighting are wordsmiths, professional liars and frauds. They have an entire nation believing that they are steeped in the principles that built this country rather than everything that brought down all countries around the world. The fascism, the Marxism, the communism, the socialism. That's what you're facing beyond the shadow of a doubt. John in Villa Park. Sean, what's going on? Not much, brother. Hey. Yeah. Uh, oh, are you there? You got such a good call. I hate to lose you. Are you there? Can you hear me? I can now. Go ahead. Sean? I, what right. I was saying was, when the, when the liberals call, the Democrats call, you're pretty quick to hang up on them. You get mad at them. I would love for you to engage in a debate with them. Well, here's the thing, John. Here's what I want to tell you. Your, your, your screen says when the liberals call. I'm a liberal. I'm a real liberal. I don't want to implement any force, any policy, any coercion, any extortion on anybody who we're discussing philosophy with are, are fascists, are Marxists, are Soviets, are communists, and every plan they have is steeped and rooted in force. So this is a discussion I'll have with you and I'll have with anybody. But if you're a Democrat today, in the year 2022 in America, you are none of the things that even remotely are liberal. Your ideology is on coercion and redaction of the most important amendment, the First Amendment. They're very comfortable stripping away, not just me, an ex-president of the United States. So you do not deserve my retort, because we're not arguing principles anymore. We're arguing your virtue in being a dictator, a demagogue, and I will not accept it. Thank you, though, John. I love the call. I'm a liberal. I don't want to do anything to anybody. No force. I want absolute and total freedom. But when you admit, whether willful or through tape of Project Veritas, what you think of me, now we go to war. You guys got to, like, hammer these f***ing Project Veritas people. We got to hammer them. Thank you. We have people doing it. It's just hard. This is Twitter. And, you know, when I hear this little sugar in the tank, I guess, man, it reminds me of why I... Prayed so hard not to have a boy son that may turn out to be a sweet in the tank Democrat. Never wanted it. But actually, you know, they, they don't have, they're not on Twitter anymore. So we have had some victories and trying to, you know, get some of their horrible videos off. They're not on Twitter anymore? Nope. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. sure. In part thanks to work we've been doing. I bet you when you shake his hand, it's like a, like a moist tub of butter. Just all soft and yuck. But they work at Twitter. And they have the power and they have been redacting people who spoke of Americanism of principles of Americanism and freedom and liberty. That's the real supply chain problem we have because they've been doing this for years over at Twitter, over at Google. This is the Democrat philosophy. As prophetic liars like Barack Obama, who should be laughed off every stage just for what he did to health care, and that miserable inner thigh rash infested Hillary Clinton, talk about how virtuous it is, how American it is to redact information. That's why when I hear this nonsense about Kolomoisky and the oligarch war between him and Putin, I don't believe a damn word of it. Not a word. It's propaganda. And now in this country, it's legal. Mary Ellen, Chicago. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good, Mary Ellen. I was listening to one of the callers talk about the election. Ben. And um, that uh, they're, you know, waiting for the governor. 
Well, I think they'll be waiting for governors forever in these states. But it's the state house and the state senate that has responsibility for the elections under the Constitution. The state legislature under the Constitution is the only one that is ever supposed to set voting rules. However, that was circumvented in the 2020 election because the Marxist mafia had to rig the system with its corrupt Democrat judges so that they could steal the election. Thank you, Mary Ellen. I'm well-versed in it, and that's exactly what happened. Robert, Prairie View. Hi, this is Robert Crook. Can you hear me? Yeah, I feel terrible. You said your last name, but go ahead, Robert. Okay, I was calling because I was a Motorola senior software engineer for more than 10 years, uh, and sometime around 2009, I learned that my... uh, I received an $800 performance bonus because I'd done very well lately, and uh, and I found the hard way that that $800 bonus was taxed at a rate far higher than the normal income tax I was paying, which is bad enough. Yeah. But uh, I emailed Senator Dick Durbin, who was senator then and senator now. I sent him an email saying that it was extremely unfair that I worked very hard to earn that bonus, and it was unfair that that bonus should be taxed at a much higher rate. And he actually had the nerve to email me back, saying that as a software engineer, I was already getting paid more than most people, and I was being very greedy, complaining that my performance bonus was taxed at an even higher rate. Did you? And, and to give myself credibility, I used my email, oh, Motorola email address, so I don't have a copy of it now, but... I just think it's outrageous that anyone could think that a performance bonus for hard work should be punished with a higher tax rate. And that's exactly what Dick Durbin was saying in his reply to me. Robert, haven't you, in theory, explained the the best argument against the ideology of the Marxists called a progressive tax anyway? In other words, you didn't earn that bonus. The government did. And if you think you're entitled to it, he's here to remind you you're not because you do better than most regardless of your hard work. But you know what I would have been more interested in hearing is his argument when you asked why his rather robust wife, who wears a definite bigger size underpants than you do, is able to keep all the money she skims from being a lobbyist for him, also known as a bag man. But here's the other thing, Robert. Maybe you should send another one and ask him what his net worth is when he combines his rather robust wife and her income from lobbying. Thank you, Robert, and I'm sorry. You had to face that because I know how hard you work. I know the intellect you have, the hours you must study, all for the benefit of the welfare system. Thank you very much, Robert. It is the greatest atrocity in this country that we allowed fascists to implement a progressive tax. But always remember there's a reason. It's to keep you down, to make you understand you work for them. And by them, I mean the mafia government that they all seem to circumvent the taxation, even when they have the audacity to have us a wife. I understand she's not attractive, but boy, is she an earner when you can make her a lobbyist. Scum that they are. James and Schomburg. Hey, how you doing? I know you were talking about uh, Earth Day, and uh, it, it struck me, a lot of people don't know this, one of the founders of Earth Day. Well, you got to give me his name so I could research it. No. Do you know his name? Oh, yeah. Ira, uh, Ira Einhorn. They called him the unicorn murderer because Einhorn in German means unicorn. Ira, anyway, Ira Einhorn. An Irish guy, huh? Yeah, Einhorn. Irish? He was uh, one of the founding activists. He was really big in Philadelphia. 
go figure. He claims to he spoke at like the 1970 Earth Day launch and all that. Anyway, yeah. he winds up killing his girlfriend, stuffing her in a saran, in a styrofoam box, and he goes out on the lam. They find nice. her mummified body later, uh, and they finally arrest him. Like 30 years later, they extradite him back to the U.S. and he's serving life. So this, I think this he is, di- uh, did. He die at 79 founder. in Pennsylvania in April yeah. 3rd. If it's that guy, is it that yeah, guy? He in, died in at country. 79. Yeah. It's the same guy, huh? Exactly. Well, styrofoam, yeah. styrofoam is biodegradable. It takes 50 years. Those masks that the Democrats want you to wear or, or forced you to wear take 450 right. years. So in his defense, he's more biodegradable as he buried his victims in styrofoam than the modern-day Democrat who wants you to put a dirty rag on your face, James. Always look at the upside. After all, that's how the Democrat would spin it because uh, there's such that's slow true. lives. That's Thank true. you. Thank you, James. Thank you for the information. I love that. Smartest audience in radio. Eric, Rolling Meadows. John, how are you, buddy? Very good. How are you? Hey, I, I, great. I just, you know, I, I remember when liberals were liberal. You mentioned that earlier. It's amazing how they, it just, how they classify themselves. You know, liberal, liberals like, like you, we don't, we don't want big government. We don't want big spending. We don't want control. And that's what they're doing. It's amazing. The I fact that we've allowed them to do on, that. Man. I want you to watch old tapes of Milton Friedman. I'm talking 70s. This was his biggest grievance. It's why I picked up on it, to be quite frank with you. Because what we've allowed the the Soviets to do is wrap the hammer and sickle in velvet by calling themselves liberal. And in the meantime, talk to anyone you happen to know who is willing to admit they're a Democrat and they voted for Obama. And listen to every policy. And I don't care what the agenda is. It can only exist rooted in force. They are actually anti-liberal, which is why you and I are liberals. Thank you, Eric. After all, we believe in the principles of the Enlightenment, also known as America. The idea we are so far downstream that we would entertain a political whore like this 50-year scum, Joe Biden, who's never been right in his miserable existence. Not only proving only the good die young, but the farther you are, the most obvious crook you are, the farther you go in American politics. What got me involved in politics, not that it matters to you all, but I was thinking about it on the way over here. (laughs) I was a a, a young attorney in Delaware, and uh, they wanted to, across the top of my state, Shut up. You're a crooked bastard. Your whole state is based on tax avoidance, you scumbag. All right, I feel better now. Jeff Rockford. Hey, Sean, I was just kind of wondering, how much do you know about this deal that went on down in Florida for Disney? I know a little bit about it. I know uh, I know a lot about it. In fact, the deal, well, Ron DeSantis and the uh, Republicans in Florida said, let me get this straight. No, You're but going... I mean when the deal was struck. All these no, no, no. Oh, you mean the, the deal de- when the deal was struck? It was actually struck because Walt Disney himself was a brilliant son of a gun, who knew that if he acquired certain land and word got out, it would skyrocket. So he did what uh, a lot of land developers do. He bought Democrat politicians to keep it quiet, and he created a subsidiary and many subsidiaries, almost as if he was part of the Biden family, and he bought various plots of land in different LLCs, and then later, after getting an agreement that he would get this special dispensation, he then formed... Uh, I forgot the creek, something creek name. And that had an agreement that he could build and, and be in control of it himself. 
He did get his, his original renderings approved, and that's why they gave him this special dispensation. But they also gave him we different really tax agreements. We don't really have any names. I could get it for you. I'll look, it, I'll look into it, but it's a really fascinating story. What is it called, uh, Macbeth? Reedy Creek, that's the name of it. What he really did, because you have to keep in mind, at that time, all politicians were very big on front-running land developers. So he only worked with a few because he knew Orlando was a, was, a, was a swamp. There was nothing there. He was buying it for hundreds of dollars an acre, if that. And he knew that if they got wind of it, politicians would jump in front of it to try to, to, try to front-run his land purchases. So he originally did it to oh. avoid political corruption, but he did what Rockefeller did, and he took advantage of political corruption. And now the reality you is... you're going to be able to have any lawsuits to go down to, to be able to turn DeSantis around on this? No, it's done through the politicians. Why in the world should they get that special dispensation when Universal Studios right next door doesn't have it? It's fun to watch the scum Democrats, though, argue for how they should be treated special because, after all, he bribed Democrats. Thank you, though, Jeff. I appreciate it. It's an interesting story. Look at the origins of how he bought the land. It's, you can find it under the Walt Disney story of how he built Disney World. Thank you very much, Jeff. I find that interesting, as I do you, Bob, Mark, Christine, and Tony. I will take all of you, but that will be after this break. AM560, the answer. I've got some John Wayne clips we should play, too. Talking about Democrats. Talking about fascism, talking about Americanism. These are good clips. All right, but let's go to the lines. It's a fantastic Friday. Bob, Wisconsin. Hey. Hi, Bob. Hi. Am I? Hi. How are you, sir? Splendid. Okay, great. Portofino Friday, all week long. Too skinny. The guy turned me on to one because I turned him on to you. Oh, great. Wonderful. My question. Yes. You know the story of Sarasota. Tell that later about the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey down in Florida, their grounds. You might know something of that real estate deal that happened way back in the 50s on that. My dad was, talked about investing in that. How did he end up? Everybody got robbed, didn't they? Didn't he get robbed, your father? Yeah, did he get, they did. Yeah, I remember. Go ahead. Yeah, he did. But uh, the thing I was thinking, you know, we're talking dispensations, we're talking student loan forgiveness. Where does an average American like you or I, just an honest-to-God working-class son of a gun, go to find out how many of these politicians across the country, every single one of them, how much they owe in their student loans? Well, you can. I want to know that before we vote on giving anybody anything cut off. Well, if somebody's hurting and they could... Need a lowering? I could understand that because of interest. You don't get a, Here's what you got to remember, Bob. You don't get a vote on that anymore. Barack Obama seized control of the student loan problem. Back then it was $400 billion. It went up to $1.8 trillion. Right now you know the squad and about 50% of Congress birthing people and others have student loan debt. You know how you can know which ones have student loan debt? All the politicians that support the abolition of student loan debt. Because the one thing's for sure, they don't like paying. Because that's their own money. If they can't raise it in a pack, use it in a war chest as an expense, they don't like the money. So let's start with the, well, let's start with the squad and work backwards. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate it. Unfortunately, we've been hoisted by the concept of democracy when we're not a democracy. We're a republic. 
And how many times do you hear Republicans go out and fight against the idea that we would allow bottom to middle up welfare? That's what this is. That's why they practice it. Cut in the pseudo intellectual elites and then cut in the welfare class. And you will build a socialist country out of one that was started on anything but socialism. Tony in Dyer. Yeah, hey, Sean. Hi. Love you, love your show. Thank you, brother. Keep love speaking you, brother. the truth, brother. Thank you. Keep Thank speaking you. the truth, man. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, I don't know, it's a little cons- conspiracy theory, but, um, you know, sometimes I think Hunter Biden's getting money from Moscow. He's getting money from Ukraine. Biden's taking all the money. Um, How do we know this, this fucking... Uh, oh, oh you can't swear, brother. Hit him on the button. Sorry, Tony. I'll finish your answer for you. How do we know it's not a... Uh, It's not a conspiracy. Here's what we do know. I think the conspiracy is global warming. I think the conspiracy is single-payer socialist health care. I think the conspiracy is a utopia mitigated and managed by a collectivist government. I think socialism is a conspiracy. The idea that we found numerous evidence that Biden has been corrupted through his crack-smoking son and his derelict thieving brother and sister, I think is clear. That's the conspiracy. There's a great book called None Dare Call It Conspiracy. It was written in the 70s. I highly recommend you take a look at it. And then don't swear when you come on my show. Susan Northbrook. Oh, you got got a movie? Oh, you got to wait. Mark, Chicago. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. You're you're always on fire. Love listening to you. Thank you. Got a couple things to ask you. First of all, there, there's a great movie coming out, uh, Dinesha D'Souza, 2,000 Mules. Got to check that out about the voting fraud. I got a big uh, announcement coming, coming up. Yes, I'm, yes. Big Go announcement. Ahead. I wanted to ask you your opinion on this, Sean. Remember the George Bush, George H. Bush at his, at his funeral mass, and they yeah. passed out envelopes to uh, his son, the Obamas, the Clintons, the Cheneys. Yeah. And, and they all had this strange look on their face like they had seen a ghost. And... Uh, I think, in my opinion, I think it was a confession by H. Bush of all the crimes that he committed. What do you think? (laughs) A confession? First of all, you need a bigger envelope. Uh, Secondly, (laughs) I don't know... I don't know how I feel. I got nervous in the beginning when you said George and then stammered. I thought you were going to celebrate George Floyd's 24 months of sobriety. But no, I, I think that you have to look at the fact that this is a club and it has to keep going. And the, the, the crimes and the corruption have to stay within a certain oligarch system in this country. And it's a bipartisan oligarch system, which is why these scoundrels have the audacity to promote bombing other countries, bombing fuel depots and weaponizing an oligarch country who bribed them. And the same time telling you, the American citizen, how you must be hamstrung and extorted and coerced into capitulating to a scheme like green energy. So, you know, how do it's going to take a lot. It'll take trucks for the Bush family, for the Obama family, for government in general to uh, admit crimes they did. That's for sure. But I will tell you this, Mark. If you die and you see George Bush, you didn't make it to heaven. Thank you very much. Christine, West Rogers Park. Oh, can you hear me? I can. Okay. Oh, just a light story. Today I had the call about two hours ago, a major bank company to pay off my credit monthly thing. And this lady was so upset about working on Earth Day. The computer went down. 
Really? And I said, oh, maybe you're having the same storms we're having in Chicago. She said, no, I don't know. It looks like rain today when I was coming to work, but I can't look out the window because it's Earth Day. And I've had to sit at a computer for eight hours and look at the screen. And I just said, well, maybe you should have taken a personal day. Or well, here's the thing, Christine. I want you, I want you to take solace in the fact you stumbled onto a very rare thing, like the spotted owl, and that is a socialist Democrat who works for the government that actually worked on a Friday. That is Earth Day. Very rare to spot him. I'll be back with your movie picks after this. Missed it by that much. AM five sixty. Let's all go to the live. Let's go to the movie. It's time for Friday Features with Sean. And now, on with the show. By the way, you're welcome. I've got the easiest vice president this country's ever seen. Heels up Harris. I didn't play a clip of it. Not a clip. I didn't play Pickle Face Fauci. You're welcome. Because it's Friday. Let's go out with a good mood. So let's do some movies. I like The Batman. You could get it on HBO Max. Uh, I also really do. I recommend that the uh, documentary Kill Chain. And keep in mind, the Democrats funded it when they were accusing Russia collusion and how easy the voting machines are to be hacked. And I also really like when the Democrat fat slob Michael Moore made the, uh, the movie Planet of the Humans. Highly, highly recommend it, especially on Earth Day. A bunch of nonsense. Uh, Susan Northbrook. Hi, Sean. Hi, uh, my first movie is Safety Last with Howard Lloyd. Did not it's, see it. It's uh, a 1920s silent comedy. Oh, you tripped and me up. I didn't he see is it. really good. Um, stuff you now was he like Charlie Chaplin? Did he date like 12 year olds or no? Was he no? Normal? He's like one of the few. I mean, he All might right. be the only one who Very didn't. Good. All right. All so right. Safety Last, and then what else you got? Uh, Wolf Pack. That's a documentary. It's about this family and the dad. Um, oh. There's six kids, or six sons and a daughter, and the dad had this weird idea about he wanted to have a tribe of kids, and he keeps his kids and his wife locked up in this New York, this crappy New I York I saw it. Apartment. I saw it. It's excellent. It's excellent. Yeah. The kids get out. It's very, very good, Susan. For a minute there, I thought you were talking about the Chicago, and we had 57 kids just for the welfare checks. Thank you, Susan. The Chicago knows that's called an entrepreneur in the South Side. Ethan Racine. Hey, Sean. Hey, Ethan. You you are a great man, and I <laughs> love your show. Well, I love everybody on The Answer, but... I really love your show. I look forward to it. I appreciate that very much, and I'm going to tell Dan Proft he sucks. Go ahead. No, no, no Dan Proft and Amy. I'm kidding. Yeah, they're great. Well, and and Dennis Prager and Larry Elder should be president and vice president. Oh, and uh, can I be Secretary be... of Defense? Because I'd really like to well, put these oligarchs in line. Uh, Trump, Trump should be Secretary of State. Yeah, maybe you could be Secretary. Yeah, yeah, that'd all right. be all right. All right, good. All right. Uh, well, I'm serious. All we got to use is racism, and uh, we just got to call Dennis Prager a racist yeah. and, uh, because he picked Larry Elder for vice president. See, they could never and... do that with me because I hate far more white people than any other race. There's no question about it. The most detriment to society is a white socialist. I hate them all. But go ahead. I'm I'm pink, okay. So I'm I'm not white. I'm pink. I I had brown freckles all over me when I was younger. I'm so called white, but I, I'm yeah. really a pink. All right. I'll but go but in any case, these are two of the best movies 
you will ever see two heroes, but they always play the heroes. All right. But, but yeah. Hurry up. Well, I, I sorry. I have Collateral, Tom Cruise, plays the hitman. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, Jamie Foxx, very good movie. Next one? Yeah, that's a great movie. Yes, and is. the other one, I'm telling you, this is a... <laughs> Suspense is killing me. You're, you're, I, I understand. I understand. Come on, man. The other one, the other one is Bruce Willis and most deaf in uh, sixteen blocks. Sixteen blocks. Thank you very much, yeah. Ethan, and thank you for listening. We got to go through the list, and I got to play Meatloaf. Teresa Gold Coast. Hey, Sean. Tonight I'm going to watch Twelve Angry Men from 1957. With Henry uh-huh. Fonda and Lee J. Cobb. I'm going to watch that tonight. Yeah. That's before you knew Henry Fonda. The fruit of his loins would be a communist. I like it. Thank you Oh, very God. Much. Oh, she, oh, she's awful. She's yes. awful. Yeah, but she doesn't look too bad in those 80s leotards. She got a lot of kids through high school. Thank you very much. David Lansing. Hey, Sean. Uh, if I was president, I would consider if the opening came available, I'd appoint you as head of the alcohol, alcohol tobacco, and firearms. Ooh. You get stuff done there, man. Oh, that's a good pull. Okay. I'd love to shut down those Sinaloas. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. right. Go ahead. Okay. My uh, documentary is just a part of a documentary. I don't want to bore everybody with the grander documentary, but it's, it's available on YouTube. I hate promoting YouTube because of wokeism, but it's called Larry Spills Beans Building 7. It's 10 minutes long. Just watch it. It's awesome. All right. Thank you very much, David. Of course, it was the fire wasn't taken down at all. Robert Bloomingdale. The Amazing Colossal Man, 1958. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Is it starring Andre the Giant? No, it's, it's an oddball movie about this guy who was, who, well, no, it's about this guy who was involved in a nuclear explosion, and long story right. short, he loses his mind, and he starts destroying Las Vegas. It's a classic, huh. in my opinion, because you see a lot of the old Las Listen. Vegas... When a guy who eats hard-boiled eggs and cat food tells you it's an oddball movie, you have my attention. Thank you, Robert. Zing. Seamus, Lake Bluff. Seamus. Sorry, baby. Oh, hey. Sorry. Oh, hey, Sean. How does oh, hey. Seamus How's not have going, an H? You know, I, yeah. I, I have no, to it tell doesn't... you. All right, go I know. No, no, I know, I know you spell your Sean S-H-A-U-N, but... Yeah. Uh... My mother was Italian. She couldn't sound out seen. But now, Seamus, I have to ask you, are you all Irish? Have you ever been to the South Side? Did you vote for... I'm 75. My dad is from the South Side. He's from, like, Beverly. Or, uh, you know, he grew up there, and then he moved up north. But, yeah. Are you all Irish? I'm 75. 25% Croatian, so right next to Italy, you know. Oh, my buddies are Croatian. They have square heads, a bad temper. Yeah. All right, very good. Go ahead. Yeah, there you go. There's a lot of Croatian in Chicago, you know. Yeah, big fan, sure. But uh, yeah, all right. Well, uh, well, the other caller said something. Twelve Angry Men, and that reminded me of uh, Jane Fonda and Clues. But that's not what I was going to say. But that I like yeah. that movie too. But nice I was wardrobe. Say, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah go ahead. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, oh, what is it now? Oh, Quiz Show. Quiz Show. It's called Quiz Show with uh, Rafe. Or Ralph Fiennes or something? Yes, Ralph Fiennes. Uh, it's a fantastic the, movie. Isn't that a good one? I, you've probably already seen it. Seamus, I yeah. have a theory. My friend, um, 
is 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 uh, he's Croatian, and I never saw hair on him and his father thicker than this. Are you a bald man, or do you have very thick hair with a widow's peak? I am speak? bald. You I'm are. 28 years old, and I have uh, I have to shave my head now. Yeah. Well, see, so. that's the Irish. I hopefully you didn't get the problem with trousers. All right. Good luck <laughs> there, Shane. The Thank you very much, Carol. Yes. Hi. Good, good evening. Good evening. Uh, you know, I have a uh, a liberal. Uh, granddaughter, and I told her, I said, you need to watch the movie Metropolis. I said, it's so damn depressing, you'll love it. How old is she, Carol? Do you mind if I ask? Oh, she's in her early 30s. She's starting to change, though, now that she's having to pay taxes and Oh, uh, yes, the other taxes. People. Yeah, the taxes are always a changer. How about living under oppression for two years as these feeble fascist morons have made a fortune? Is she upset well, with that? You know, well, you know, she's, uh, she's actually in nursing. She's a, a nurse, though. So. Oh, so she's a government slave. Or she's <laughs> yes. about to be. All right, very good. Yes. Well, that'll change her mind. Yeah, I, I thought Metropolis was, you know, a good choice for her. Carol, I love the call. i got to go to break. Thank you very much. Paul, I'll get to you when I get back. 312-642-5600. AM 560, the answer. I mean, they're making fun of me. I have not seen that name. Seamus, in a while, I'm embarrassed, but I'm not Irish. Uh, Republicans of Maine Township are roaring back with the relaunch celebration cocktail party featuring Todd Ricketts. Sean Morrison, jazz artist Cindy Cronin, and champagne toast hors d'oeuvres. And meet up with fellow conservatives Thursday, April 28th at Cafe Lakov in Des Plaines. Tickets start at $100. Sponsor opportunities for you big shots are available also. All the details for the Republican of Maine Township celebration are at O, or, I'm sorry, R-O-M-T.us. That's R-O-M-T.us. Paul and Beverly. Hey, Sean, love your show, love you. Uh, You're in Beverly. Are you mad that I didn't pronounce Seamus properly? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm not not Irish. I'm Lithuanian. (laughs) Oh, so you're lost in there. You better be not. Don't let that get out in Beverly. Go ahead. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, this might be off topic as far as the movies go. Uh, Best Westerns uh, in the world, all right, ever made. Uh, uh, first one is, uh, it's a tie. It's a good, the bad, and the ugly. Obviously, everyone's seen that. But the second one is One Eye Jacks with, uh, Marlon Brando, uh, Slim Pickens, and Carl Malden. Best Western ever. I, I listen, they're wonderful. There's a Jack Palance movie that I can't think of the damn name that I love. But how could you not say Tombstone is up there, brother? Tombstone is damn. Nah, I, I, you know, sorry, dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. These are the greatest lines ever. All right, and you get to see. Yeah, they are. You get to see the guy from uh, um, Goliath. What's his name? He was Sling Blade. Oh, my mind went blank. You get to see him fat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, listen, Paul. Thank you very much. All good picks. Bill, parts unknown. Hello. Yes, Bill. You can you hear me? I can. Um, I am a devotee of oh, you. I you. love you, John. Thank you, Bill. I love you right uh, back. Go ahead. All right. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> and since we're doing Westerns, I'm just going to throw this in. Westworld is a great Western in a very futuristic uh, sense. I have to tell you, there. I do enjoy it. I, I actually love the HBO remake. What else you got? Oh, yep. And then uh, I want to follow up on, uh, I think it was Julie, on uh, Safety Last. Safety Last is so pertinent now. It was made in the 20s, making fun of people who were trying to be too safe. 
Which I like it. During the pandemic, everybody's like, oh, stay safe, stay safe. Stay Bill, don't safe. get mad at me, but you know I got to play meatloaf. I don't mean to hang up on you. I love you, brother, but I got to play meatloaf. How much time do I got, Macbeth? All right, listen. John in Griffin, Soylent Green, we already covered it. Thank you, though, for the call. Thank you for taking time. But more importantly, it's Friday. I like to end every week with not just an actor, but an incredible singer. And I think this is my favorite rendition. Take care of yourselves. I will talk to you on Monday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.